Welcome to Podcast with Rosie, the podcast that empowers budding podcasters start their own show to share their message, bring their story to light, impact others and grow their business using their podcast. I share tips and practical tricks that you can implement today to create that meaningful podcast customized to your business. Download the free ebook on five steps to get your podcast started in the show notes where you'll discover how to name your podcast, figure out what topics to talk about and so much more. Now let's get your podcast started. Hello and welcome to another episode of Podcast with Rosie. I hope the episodes have been helpful for you to get your own podcast started and I can't wait to hear how your podcast is traveling. So send me a message on Instagram at Podcast with Rosie. I'd love to have a conversation with you and get to know you better. Also, don't forget to download the five steps to starting your own podcast. Link is in the show notes. Go ahead, click on it. It's free. It's my free gift to you to start your podcast today. Ready for 2024. In today's episode, we're steering a few degrees out into the business side of things rather than focusing on a how-to episode with podcasting. However, it still has that effect of how this business owner has added a podcast to her business. Being multi-passionate is something that my guest today, Izzy Nally, is not a stranger to in this episode. I had a conversation with her of her not-so-straight path into business and all of the business tactics and strategies she has learned along the way to now having written her book, which is called Triumph Over Trauma. You'll hear it in the episode. She talks a little bit about that, which is the anthology and will be released in 2024. Izzy decided to add a podcast called Magnified Abundance to her business by having deep and meaningful conversations with other business owners and talking about all things business from keeping a positive mindset to having a successful side hustle. I reached out to Izzy because I just saw from afar her warm, inviting and approachable nature and personality and wanted to seek some advice from her on business. And she was phenomenal. So I followed her for a little bit longer on social media and she was always willing to give me her time and value. I thought, why not connect with her and get her to share her story and the wealth of knowledge that she brings. Let's get into the episode where I talk with Izzy Nally and it was quite late at night for me and it was early morning for her, but we managed to get the conversation happening and it was fascinating to see how far she's come and how she's added a podcast is really, really interesting to her business. So let's get into the episode. I just want to say thank you because I reached out to you a while ago and I just thought when I was watching all your lives that you just had this personality that I could connect with and it was so nice to just have a connection with you when we did meet and then went from there. So just want to say thank you for coming on and having a chat with me. Just yeah, all about this. It's been lovely. Like I've I've really enjoyed like we've had this like nice little virtual friendship that has evolved. <laughs> I know, right? On two separate sides of the world. So it's amazing. I was just keen to ask about for listeners who might not know who you are, where did you start in your business and where has it taken you? And how did you get into it? Oh wow, yeah. So my business actually started as teaching yoga in the front room of my house. <laughs> And so there was this little park right around the corner and I would like haul all of these yoga mats and everything and this little sign and I would set up free yoga under the gazebo, but no one would ever come. Oh, okay. (laughs) So I would be there like early on like a a Saturday morning or Sunday morning when uh, my husband at the time could watch the kiddos and I could have this this time to like work on my business. And I would sit there and I would just keep posting about it. And I would just keep putting up signs and keep inviting people and no one would come. And then finally, like it got to the point where like 
one person would come at a time and it was like never the same people. And (laughs) yeah, so I just stuck with it. And then eventually I had these two couples that started showing up. So I had four people, which was amazing. I like offered, I was like, well, I'm going to be teaching yoga from the front room of my house. If you all would, would like to join me and I could fit exactly four people in, and myself. And they started a, a custom class just for them. And so it was like every Tuesday night, I hosted yoga for, for these two couples. And again, I just kept going with it. And I remember my, my ex at the time even was like, I don't see this working. I don't know what you're doing. And it was just very disheartening. And I remember getting mad at him because I was like, you have to support me. This Mm -hmm. is going to work. I'm really good at this. I just have to get people to know about me. So then I devised this plan. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I was like, how do I get more people to know I exist, which has now evolved into the Get Visible method. And this is... This was back in 2013 when this was happening. So it's been a little bit. (laughs) Uh, So I started going, okay, where's some unique spaces so that I could get into a business and utilize their email list and utilize their people and promote their business while it was promoting me. And I got this beautiful opportunity and I was just finding unique places There is, uh, and I forget what the actual scientific term is, but it's a place that does insects and bugs and and I know that doesn't sound good, but also butterflies. (laughs) That's pretty. (laughs) I was like, I was going with the butterfly. I was like, as long as you don't know about all of the hissing cockroaches that they have in the other room, we're going to be okay. And so we started teaching yoga in this like front room of the butterfly place and she had this little tiny place in the back but it wasn't big enough for yoga so I was like what if we did meditation with monarchs and I was like starting to get these like really like fun words and really incorporating more fun and interesting to it and that was really working and I was like okay let's keep getting more specific so then I got more specific and at the time I didn't know it was called niching which I don't Mm. like that word anymore because it's so overused Mm. but so right like it's just like uh like it makes me feel uh now so I'm like we narrowed down and got specific and I did yoga for back health and I started getting people in that they really were having concerns with their back and they wanted to do yoga but they couldn't go to a regular yoga class and this became my specialty so I was meditating with people who thought they couldn't meditate I was doing yoga with people who they needed a lot of like love and support and, and things like that. And it worked because my first degree was in sports medicine. So I was like, duh, why didn't I think about this? <laughs> right? Why didn't I take that pathway? <laughs> so I went down that path. Um, and then, you know, some, some business knowledge that I didn't necessarily have when like partnering with other people. And I was I put all my eggs in one basket, which I tell people don't do, um, because I had worked with this uh, other business that was moving into a new location that was supposed to be really cool. And I was being really patient so that we could move into the spots that I could have my actual studio space. 
And then at the last minute, they pulled the plug and they were like, actually, no, we don't want to do, we don't want to have a yoga space within our space. And I was like, oh, so I wish I would have known like more of these legalities and getting things written down, like even as much as you trust people and you might have these beautiful relationships when you start going into business with each other you still have to write it down so that feelings don't get hurt later on so that you have that anchor and that grounding more than goodwill right yeah yeah but yeah in the midst of that people started noticing like oh Izzy's doing something different uh so I started having like other yoga people uh, massage therapists, uh, more holistic people started asking me for a lot of business advice. And I've always been this, and I think we all think we're weird at a certain level, right? <laughs> we all think I'm weird. No one knows like how weird I am. Like <laughs> we have this like hidden side of us. <laughs> so I was always that kid. Like I would sit in my room and I would meditate and like, I would be like, I'm calling out to the universe and things are coming to me and I'm going to make these things happen with my mind. That was before the law of attraction and all like any books like that were out. Like I just had this, I am powerful inside, but no one needs to know that I'm weird. <laughs> I'll show you. Yeah. Nice. So at the same time, like I'm noticing oh, well, other people aren't thinking this way. They're not knowing their inner power. Like they're not knowing their ability to like be determined. And my new, I say words is relentless tenacity. Ooh, powerful. <laughs> yes. Like they didn't have that. So I felt like not only was I teaching them like how to do mar basic marketing and how to get online and navigate these things, but I was also like, and you also have to believe people want what you have. Yeah. So there's a mindset piece. But I started noticing people were asking me. So I submitted a business plan to one of our business entrepreneurship programs at our local community college and got a full scholarship wow. through that. Continued growing my business uh, as I continued studying. So then I went back for, for yoga therapy and hypnotherapy in the midst of like trying to find ways to charge more so that I wasn't just charging 35 for a class, uh, yeah. which was at that time, a lot of money for me. Cause it was like, Oh my gosh, I'm like walking away from teaching a meditation class and I'm getting paid like 150 bucks. Like this is amazing, yeah. but only teaching one of those a week doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> so I was like, there has to be something else. There's something else I'm missing. Like there are businesses making lots and lots of money. How do I get to that level? So after, and I won't go into all the like relationship drama that was happening at that time too, which is now written into a new anthology that's coming out. So you all will be able to <laughs> grab that. And the mindset shifts that went through dealing with relationship karma that I made this very large vow to myself and to the universe that I was never going to allow myself to be dependent on a man. Mm. I was yeah. like, I am making big money. No more of this making 10,000, 30,000 a year tops. Like, no, mm. people keep saying, Oh, 30,000 a year is a great job. No, I was like, No, I'm not settling for 40. I'm not settling for 50, maybe 70. But I'm reaching for the 100k. I know this is possible. I'm going for it. I went and signed up for the MBA program. Hey, I need you to get it was hard. <laughs> it was really hard. It was a 
they said 13 month MBA program. No, it it was less than that. Um, It was four days a week while you were working a job, while I was running my business, while I had two kids, while I was going through a breakup, while I was dealing with my ex. (laughs) So there was lots of like pull off on the side of the road and just hysterically cry for a moment, gather myself and then head home. But yes, I went to the MBA program and I was really looking forward to the marketing and I was really looking forward to them telling me how I was going to make my business happen um, even more. Do this and this and this. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't. They told me how to fix other businesses. They taught me how to manage as if I was going into a CEO position at already successful business and how I was going to manage it and grow it. And that came in handy and it's definitely came, it's been beneficial for sure. But while I was taking the marketing class, I was also just to add more to my plate. I was also then taking other courses from other people online who were doing this really well. And I was like, okay, the MBA is at least going to give me this credibility. You know, it's giving me more options but it's not giving me everything. Mm. So I start diving in and I'm like dropping more money on all these other things. And there have been, yeah, there's, there's been two really important coaches that in my life and, and one of them has now hit the billion dollar mark. And the other one is probably not far behind um, because they were in it before COVID hit. They Mm. got even more in it once COVID hit. And I'm so thankful because as soon as COVID hit, I went online like full force. And I every single night for like, it was either 30 or 45 days, I taught a meditation every single night in my group. Wow. In your Facebook group? Mm -hmm. In my Facebook group. And started to grow an audience. And I just started showing up more and started showing up more. And I really had to like shed this like, oh, I'm not perfect because mm-hmm. even though like people are like, oh, you're gorgeous. And I don't know why he's, but that deep belief of going like, I'm going to make a fool of myself. Who wants to listen to what I'm actually saying? And which everyone has. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's so easy to go online and no one sees it and no one clicks on it and no one hears it. And we equate that with, oh, I'm not enough. It deflates you. Yeah. But that's not true. It's, I know so many times I see videos and I don't click on them. Like, because it, there was nothing there to entice me to click on it. Mm. So that became a huge lesson and also like an affirmation or something for me to say over and over. It was because no one knows what's in my course, what's in my programs, what's on my video because they haven't mm. even clicked on it. So how can I say that they don't like it or if it's not good enough? They haven't seen it. Yeah. They haven't even seen it. Yeah. So did you, did you have a following though, just to start with, or no one showed up to the meditations and you just, yeah, no, I I had some people show up. Of course I had a lot of people from the past career of teaching yoga and and meditation. So a lot of people showed up for something free, right? Mm -hmm. So that, that's kind of that other thing is going, Oh, people showed up for all my free stuff. So I have a following. So now I can sell something. All these little things I had to really figure out and I had to figure out fast. So where did it take you after that? It took me down this path of like frustration, but also like maybe it's more inner work that I need to do. And right, like we put it on ourselves, like what's wrong with me? Hardcore. Yeah. And I mean, I barely slept because I was like trying to consume (laughs) every training and video I could possibly 
consume to, to be able to try to figure out this puzzle. Mm. I think my benefit is I definitely have a science brain. So I'm like, there's a problem to solve. We will solve it. Just more research. There's a solution there. We just have to find it. Yeah. 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 And, and I did, I started getting really active on Facebook. And again, that, that feeling of like relentless tenacity of going, I will succeed. I am not going to give up. I'll try this. I'll try that. And I was also like really big into like my manifestation practice. So I was getting into these groups and I was like, well, maybe I can teach teach them something. So I was just like experimenting and like putting out like fish line hookers. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, I'm like who's going to grab? What's Who's going to grab and what are they going to grab? And so I was just a ton of market research, right? Mm. And I actually came across this woman in a group and she was like, hey, I'm actually looking for someone that can write a course on manifesting. And I was like, yeah, I'm a hypnotherapist. I've got tons of experience in this. I've manifested $10,000. I can't even count how many times, but I also spent it really fast. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm really good at this. Like let's, let's write a course. And she paid me $3,000 to write a course for her. Yeah. And it was such an experience. Like it was amazing. And and I got to see like all the behind the scenes, like because her business was set up to get investors, to support paying for the course, to put in a funnel. And I was like, what's this funnel? Like, what is your funnel? Wow. Like these digital funnels. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. And then she had me like recording a thing for a YouTube ad. And I'm like, oh, so I really saw like, what was this bigger picture view of like, who's investing and to really make something work. And I was like, oh, like the planes are exploding. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. So then I started really paying attention to ads and looking at like, who's setting up ads? What am I clicking on? And what is the process that they're taking me through? Because I hadn't really paid a ton of attention to that. I didn't pay attention that it was an ad being put in front of my face. Like it looked just like a post and that was coming into my feed. Yeah. And I started noticing then, then came the third person that, that I really learned from. And she had this amazing like ad funnel, pull you in. And then like this full, like live launch along with it. Like you couldn't help, but say yes. Like there was Mm -hmm. no option to say no. (laughs) Just the world. Yeah. So that was like probably one of the first programs that I actually like fully paid for um, and didn't just consume all of their, their paid content or their, their free content. And I was shocked. Like she had so many people pay for this program and she did like a, I think it was like a 90 K launch for this program that she was selling for like nine 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 seven so it was like right at a thousand bucks I was like I can't believe I just paid a thousand bucks for something and it was only available for six months it's a big investment yeah Yeah, so you have to get it done in that period of time I had to get it done in that period and that was the first time I'd seen that too and I get in there and it's just slide deck presentations no face her teaching through a slide deck and it was like eight different decks and I had paid a thousand bucks for this. And I was like, that was it. it." And I was like, okay. So I went through that training two times. (laughs) I wrote down absolutely everything I could write down. Yeah. And 
I really tried to go through it, but I myself was still getting in the way. Like to ask someone who's your niche and figure out a profitable niche and then do these things. And it was like, okay, I'm understanding the big picture view, but no one said, okay, sit down for an hour, close your eyes, visualize this. Like there was none of that. And it started getting frustrating because I started going to more and I was like, okay, I'm seeing the things, same things that she taught in her course. People are also teaching in their free stuff. And I'm like, Oh, like this is so confusing and so baffling. And I was like, I just want to help people. Yeah. So then I started helping people and I started teaching my free content (laughs) and I was like, okay, I'm, I could go teach business, but I feel like there's so many people teaching business. I'm going to go back to what I know. And so I created a free course that people could take in conjunction with buying supplements that I was also selling. Ooh, what was the course again? It's called Juice Plus. Okay. They're really great. I mean, they're absolutely fantastic. I don't sell them anymore, but I like, I highly recommend. It's just dehydrated fruit and veggies in capsules. Like something super simple. I had my experience. I had my knowledge of why these are so beneficial but I could never seem to sell them when I was pushing it the other way. So I was like, okay, I'm going to offer a free course. Well, this pushed me to get um, more efficient with my time Mm. and to stop giving away so much for free because I sold eight people on the highest juice plus package. And I got a check in the mail for $300. Wow. And I was like, Oh, I just did all this work for only $300. I was like, oh no, 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 no. So it was really this like trial and error and this realizing the importance of my time and realizing the value that I needed to add, but also how I needed to be efficient because what it really takes to make it super profitable. And I started to understand more and more why these larger courses are charging so much, like why this stuff is at the price point that it is. Yeah. But I also determined at that time that I was sitting and praying for someone to just sit with me and record what needs to be recorded, but to also take time with me and really pick my brain and help me like figure it out because Mm. it really takes that one-on-one connection. The to and fro and the questions and see what divulges out of that. Yeah. hundred percent. So that led me to create, you know, after, of course I was doing consulting work still on the corporate side because that was what I was taught to do. And I was realizing like some of these things I was learning on this side were applying to this and, and vice versa. And so I started meshing it together and I'm like, look, I've helped these multi-million dollar businesses. And I started being able to see like, okay, these companies that are trying to start up versus these companies that are established, like what are those things that are missing and how can we blend them together? So I created the Million Maker Business Blueprint. And yes, we call it, we call it MMBB. (laughs) And I just went with it. And I was like, look, I know that I am committed to my people. 
that I'm not going to just give them a bunch of videos to watch. Like I'm actually going to go through it with them. I'm going to talk to them about it. I'm going to see what's showing up. I'm going to point out the mindset shifts just like I was doing way back <laughs> when I was talking to the holistic businesses and I was going to show them everything I'd learned and I was going to help them. And at first I, you know, I started it as a 12 month program and working through it. I was like, first of all, they need the, the rapid. So I was like, we shortened it down to a six month program to go like, you've got to finish this in six months, but it's like, you can stay with me. And for my people that are really putting in the work, you know, some, I've got some people have been with me for two plus years and it's like, and I'll still jump on a call with them because again, I'm committed. I made a promise to you. And although, you know, maybe you've got life going on and things like that, it's like, no, we're going to keep making sure that you have the support because I also mm -hmm. remember what it was like, right. To put that investment mm -hmm. in. Absolutely. And for me, like my program is now $6,000 for wow. a program. Right. So it's like, yeah. don't worry though. Like, you can stay in the program for the year. If you have yeah. questions, I'm still available and, you know, streamlining these processes. And I'm, I'm continuing to learn. Like I tell them, I'm like, I don't have it all figured out, but I, I can find you someone that does. <laughs> I can lead you in the right direction to your success. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's just been showing up and really coming back to the roots of humans need humans. People need people. Yeah, hundred percent. Can't do things on your own no. for too long. Yeah, yeah. No, and and learning sales and and taking a different sales approach. We now have a portion of the program that's expanded beyond. It's called Sales Expanded. Um, yeah. So we're now teaching sales training to people because my my mission really is you, know, you get all these like horrible spammy messages on. Yeah on LinkedIn and on Facebook. And I really just want to teach people how to have like authentic relationships. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I we wouldn't go to a networking event in person and be that spammy. Yeah. Like just meet for the first time and say, here's my product. Do you want it? And so I don't even know who you are. How can I trust you? But I think lots of people have that in their mind about trying to sell without being icky. Like that's the thing and bridging that to get people from saying, I really have a good product that's of quality and I can give you all the value. You can be with me like what you've done, but how do you sort of word it in a way that doesn't scare off the customer, leave them feeling like you've just pounced on them without having that relationship? I think that's on a lot of people's minds. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it comes down to, and I'm like, I will, I will tell you all my secrets. I'm like, I don't, <laughs> because I have a mission. Like my mission mm. is as I've done more and more sales training with people I've found, and I found this with myself too, that my relationship and friendship skills were lacking. Oh, and, guess that. Well, it, and it's improved now, but like <laughs> over the years, like I really realized like I was so focused on like, oh, I need to sell. I need to help them with these things. I was like, oh, I'm not forming relationships. And I had to do a lot of work. Like it mm. came to me in, in a deep meditation that I was like, I've had no healthy female relationships. This is something I need to work on. I think it was like around 2017, I started diving into like women's circles and, and I was like, oh, like, yeah, this is this whole world of like female friendships that I had never known existed. And I just, I didn't have those experiences. Mm. I grew up with uh, my mom and my stepmom. Both were, were very 
pretty and everything was like everything had to be perfect on the outside and I never saw these like friendships these like deeper friendships yeah so I had to do that work and when I realized that's missing and it was like what if we focused on the friendship and the connection first and we do what I now call servant selling because they're, they're servant leadership but what about servant selling where making genuine relationships and it's not with the intention of selling them. It's with the intention of, let me get to know you. Let me see how I can support you. And then if I think you would be a good person that would fit with what I'm offering genuinely, then I would offer it to you. Yeah. Do you think like you've done in the past is show up in Facebook groups to build that relationship and have chats and comments, or is it more emails and DMs or coffee chats? And It's the same thing I teach within the get visible method. Like you should have your business page. You should have the business side of things going. It's not an either or it's a both like, and then you should also be forming those relationships through your personal page. Like you have to use both and you have to show up professional in your full authentic self in both realms, but your business page is going to be business. Hmm. And so we do have to send the emails of our business and we do have to promote our products, but not in a way that that becomes the one and only the primary. It's that we're doing this in tandem with building relationships so that we also don't let ourselves get in the way of going, well, I don't know if they need it or not. I don't want to, I don't want to throw it at them too soon. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, showing up and having conversations, like, you know what I do, like, and at any point, if you're like, okay, Izzy, I think I'm ready. Like, you know, that I'll be here, but you also know that I'm going to support you regardless. That's the part that we missed out on in sales and relationships and in building community. I think people disregard that because they just want the direct sale and then move on. There's a whole lacking of that. That's really interesting. So now you've got your MBA now. You've done so many things, but I know this is an accumulation of so many skills that you're applying to now move into like the business that you actually want to have. Well, because we're, we're human, right? Like it's yeah. never this, it's like humans are complex. <laughs> We, we're never just one thing. Um, mm. But I do, one thing that I teach is picking for your business, that your business is your baby, it's not you. So your business needs to be the category of one. Your business needs to choose its thing that it's doing. But you yourself, you are a separate brand that should be in alignment with your business. Yeah. But your business doesn't have to do everything you yourself, you can have the podcast, you can have multiple businesses, right? Like people do that. They have multiple businesses, but the marketing for the business needs to be clear and crisp and more singular. That doesn't mean that you have to be. And I think that's the big problem is we try to put ourselves in a box. No, your business needs to be in a box. You don't have to be in a box. That's 100% right. Getting that mindset to understand those concepts. Yes. Yeah. Like, cause me, like I'm the hypnotherapist. I'm the one that like talks about, like I'm a mind body therapist. I I'm also like a business consultant. And I, I talk about the PR side of marketing and uh, social media marketing and how to package up an offer that's enticing and adds value and positioning yourself as a luxury brand. But my, my business, it does some of those, but then there's what Izzy does as well. What a perspective. So now you're teaching courses. Mm -hmm. Is that the only thing that you're doing now? 
Yeah. So I work one-on-one quite a bit with businesses and normally the one-on-one is, is either people that are, they're in their nine to five and they really need help transitioning or they are fully in their business and they really need to prepare for another stage of life or, or something of that. We work on that. And then for those that like, there's so much beauty in a community and having like a group mastermind. I keep mine small so that it's still really personal, but hearing what other people are going through, like they're going through the same mindset issues or they're trying to clarify their program. And and often they're like, well, actually I need that. And what I would want to hear is, and getting that direct feedback is so important. So we have our our mastermind group and we have multiple courses. So (laughs) we'll start with there. Like the million maker business blueprint is all of them combined, but then we have like package up your Hyatt ticket offer on one night. We have like office hours on another night. We have our, our mastermind. Then we have quarterly planning. We have like all these different things at different times and and then of course I have my free webinars and my other little group, mini groups. And so there's a lot of components going on. Our new thing is we're trying to get into um, real estate and health insurance and looking at teaching them sales um, and how to form those relationships. So we keep doing the same thing. We just branch out into different markets. In the streets. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So we're getting to the podcasting and things. How did you get into podcasting and why did you want to start a podcast for your business? Well, I really like to talk uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I expect people want to hear what I have to say. No. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I really love having conversations. Uh, and I kept finding that I was just talking to the screen and trying to let me give you knowledge. And it's like kind of this like knowledge vomit. Um <laughs> And it's so much better. Like when it's again, coming back to that people, like people need yes. people, people like conversations. Yeah. I am definitely an observer. So like if I'm sitting at a restaurant and like my husband's sitting across from me and he's trying to talk to me, if there's a conversation behind I me, I'm like, and they're going, I can't hear you. <laughs> do you join in the conversation or do you sort of just get a bit of a summary of sometimes? No, my husband and I both are like that. Like we both, if we hear it, we're like, Oh, by the way, I know you said you need a new restaurant. Let me tell you about this. <laughs> You're helping people left, right and center. It doesn't matter where you are. <laughs> it's it's, we are quite comical. I've, I've joked several times that we need to have our own reality show because he himself is a character. And then me and all of my eye rolls that I give him all the time is quite funny as well. Not to mention we have an adorable baby and (laughs) then we have the 15 and 10 year old as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, it's quite comical. Um, And we are just a roller coaster ride. I I tell people all the time, I'm like, never assume my life is perfect. Um, (laughs) Like we have, like Friday was a full meltdown. I was like on calls with people and like crying and like, oh my gosh. <laughs> life it's is real. not perfect. Life is messy. Oh we being a human is. is messy and just, yeah, just let yourself show up and be that way. And yeah. I think through podcasting is, is one of those ways that we can show that, like we can have real authentic conversation. Mm-hmm doesn't have to be all staged and scripted and it's like let's get real (laughs) yeah did you think that at the start you had a scripted podcast to get started because you're sort of starting out you're just like 
Yeah, well, I think I, I delayed and postponed it for a while because I didn't have everything figured out. Mm-hmm. And then I just realized, you know what? I'm not going to have this all figured out. Let's just start. And I literally just started with Zoom recording some sessions and just had conversations with people and people like to talk about themselves and their experiences. So it wasn't hard to find people. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's a good start. Yeah. And just let them go. Yeah. And I just kind of let them talk and I just figured it out as I went. Um, Like you'll hear maybe his podcast too, or episode two or three. Uh, I interviewed Alex and Alex just kept going on and on and I couldn't even get an et, a word in but like, <laughs> yeah he just kept going and I was like okay I'm just gonna let him do his thing and now I've started doing where I have 15 minute pre-chats before we do the podcast because I didn't have no. that before no. so that I can really get a feel for you know what they like what they're like do I actually want to do this with them and spend a whole 30 to 45 to an hour with them. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, and, and it has helped in this kind of screening process. So now I have like an application where they put they fill out a form and I select the people from the form and then I invite them to a 15 minute pre-chat. And from the pre-chat, then we'll get it scheduled. So there's much more of this process. Yeah. But that would not have happened if I didn't just jump in and allow myself to just be messy with it. 100%. What's something that you could share with those who are looking to start their podcast, thinking they're overwhelmed with the tech, they think they don't have time. And it's so good talking to you because you have so much going on. Oh my goodness. How do you balance it all? But at the same time, (laughs) I love your honesty. How do you fit it all in? And what do you think people should know now that you've been podcasting for a little while? Yeah. First of all, I I tried Zoom for a little bit. I love StreamYard far better, you know, to to have this multifaceted approach where it's like, okay, I'm getting the video so that I can put this in the video places. I, I can download the audio so that I can put it in the audio places. So try to, you know, get more bang for your buck, kind of, you know, that saying, uh, work smarter, not harder. Um, and even though it seems like, oh, now I have a form and I've got to do it. And it sounds like there's like more steps. It actually saves me time. So yeah. it, it seems like it's more complicated, but it's really not. These steps mm-hmm. have simplified the process. Um, I was really happy. I decided in the beginning that I was going to get like six interviews under my belt before I published them. Yeah. Um, before I even hired someone, and that's going to be my next recommendation, just hired someone to to edit them for me. And I had no idea when, what I was doing with hiring someone to edit them for me. I just knew that I didn't have time to do that. But it did, it created this amazing level of accountability because yes. I had to get the pre-script and the after script like the, about the podcast. And I had to have these things done. And it was like, I paid this person like 250 bucks. And I was like, okay, yeah, let me get that to you. And I remember I was like in chat GBT going, I want to create a podcast for this. What's some ideas? <laughs> Please give me it. <laughs> yeah, like give me something. And and I do love chat GBT for that because it gave me some great ideas and don't ever just copy paste and don't read it. Um, read it, edit it, make it your own, put in your words. And that was where, you know, doing those six interviews ahead of time 
I had an idea of where it was going, <laughs> where I wanted to go versus where it actually went. And then it. Where it went and where I wanted to like reshift it to. As a podcast, like you want to be specific, but you also want to be broad enough that you can have lots of people on and you can always shift and pivot. Like you can have seasons and yeah. it, it's kind of like Netflix, right? Like yeah. there might be Thank 10 you. seasons and each season has its own you know, spice to it. Yeah. As each episode does too. So with magnified abundance, you know, it's really taking this deeper look at ourself and our journey and our journey to abundance. So there's this mindset, there's this business side, there's really helping people be able to dive deeper within themselves and take a closer look. So it's intended to be deep. It's intended to be authentic. And those are the key things that you have to hang on to more than the specifics, because honestly, like, I don't think my intro to my podcast is great. I don't think it's the best and you can still create and not think it's the best. That's okay. I love that though, because you've got to be in it first, like you said, but then you can pivot and change as you go along. You might feel like you you hone in on one particular area and start talking more about that. And that becomes your expertise or you feel more comfortable in a certain way. So because it's your show, you can change it to however you like. That's the freedom of it. How's it benefited you having a podcast now? What do you think's helped you in your business with a podcast? Well, and I think it's it's really, it's helped me. Like it's helped me get more clarity and focus. It's, it's definitely shifted. Now I'm like, I want to be Oprah and I want to just Me get too. famous. <laughs> like I want to get famous for interviewing lots of amazing people. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily have this, this side of it where it's like, my podcast is meant to get me clients and make me famous. And no, my, my podcast is there as an opportunity to bring me together with more people. Yeah, It's an opportunity to have conversations and those conversations are what impact me. I love that. Those conversations help me think about things, maybe to post about, to, to think about blog posts, to think about components, maybe I can add into my courses. But, you know, maybe at one point someday, my my podcast will go viral once we hone it in more and more. But I think, you know, to go into having a podcast and the expectation that you're going to be famous isn't the right mentality. It's, mm-hmm. you know, how can I host a space for people to, to have the conversation? And then if people listen to it, great. But you have to be in it for something so much more than I want to be famous. I want to get clients. It's going to be a part of my funnel. It's It can be, but I don't think that's the right mindset to go in. I love that. And thank you for confirming that almost because people go in thinking, I want to start a podcast and I want to monetize. Like that's the only thing. And if it's not going to make me money, then I'm just going to ditch it after, you know, seven episodes or something. But it's much bigger than that. So I, I yeah. appreciate that. It's really, yeah. really I agree. And I think maybe once you've been doing it for a year, (laughs) I think is really when you can go, okay, do I have the right audience? And then you can start to get more strategic about it um, and and say, and maybe it's not a year, maybe it's after 30 episodes or 50 episodes or something like that. And you have to market your podcast. It's not, you're just going to show up and you're going to do it and people are just going to discover it. It's kind of this concept of I'm open for business I'm hanging my open sign and people are just going to come to me. Like 
if you want to take it to that level, first you have to be in it. And then after so many episodes, you're going to have to really go hard and go strong. And it's going to have to become part of your business if you want it to go that route. Well said. Well said. I really love that. So what's next for you and your business and podcast? Because now it's meshing into your business. So where where to next? (laughs) It is. It is. It's starting to mesh into my business. So I just completed this section that I'm anthology. Um, It's triumph over trauma. And I'm definitely talking about abundance in that portion. I am also writing another book that hopefully, hopefully will be completed by the end of the year. And it's talking about this flow state versus hustle mode and how this constant push for success, we're being told we have to hustle and part of that is true, but I always like breaking down what part of it's true, how it's true, how it's relevant. And so it's called inner grit and grit is an acronym for grounded, resilient intuition and tenacity and how we can reshape how we think about grit and hustle and success and how we work from more of a spiritual aspect um, because we all have a spirit. (laughs) So um, I think we all are spiritual, um, whether we choose to be active in that or not. But for these people, especially women that are just like, hustle doesn't work for me. I tried it. Is there something wrong with me? Like I hear about flow state, but what really is that? How do I apply it to my business? And how do I get this like 10x mindset that we hear about in a lot of masculine ways, how do I apply it in a feminine way? So that's kind of this next step. There's many that are planned. (laughs) Magnified abundance itself will be a book. Um, So, so there's a lot to expect from that side. It's kind of the, again, when we look at business, there's the, the feminine and there's the masculine. And I really want magnified abundance to be that representation of the feminine aspect of business versus a lot of times in my programs with like the million maker business blueprint, we're teaching these more masculine tactics. That's really cool. And moving towards the feminine, because that's what the business world is about. It's all masculine energy and yeah, that's amazing. So when do we get to see and hear about the book? Uh, So Triumph Over Trauma is the anthology. We've got 15 women that are writing in that one that is coming out. Uh, They said that that one should be released by February. Put a link in the show notes to keep an eye on that. Thank you so much, Izzy. I really appreciate your time. You are a woman that is just taking the world by storm. So I really love that. And hopefully you'll get all these books out and people will just follow you. And you never know, you'll be Oprah 2.0. Is there anything else you'd like to add that I haven't asked you today? Yeah, just just reemphasizing, you know, take imperfect action. Just listen to your heart. Do the things. Don't worry about what people are going to say or think. Just show up as you. When you show up as you, the people that are meant to find you will find you. 100%. And that's how I found how I found you because I just felt your warmth and your energy is so welcoming. So I appreciate that. And I think also I'll put in the show notes where to connect with you, your courses and everything and where to find you because it is well worth connecting with you and checking you out because it's you're always full of value. So thank, thank you so much. You. Thank you. What an awesome conversation. Connect with Izzy on Facebook or Instagram and she's always there to give you value anytime and answer questions you may have about your business and moving into a space of helping others with your business. So connect with her at Izzy Nally, I-double-Z-Y. Nally is N-A-double-L-E-Y. That's I-double-Z-Y, N-A-double-L-E-Y. 
And I hope you guys connect, make new friends and really grab some value from her because she is really great to listen to. Don't forget her podcast, Magnified Abundance. Have a listen into that as well, where she talks with different entrepreneurs about mindset shifts, business, keeping a side hustle, all of those great things. So check her out. Also, don't forget to follow and look out for her anthology coming out in 2024 called Triumph Over Trauma. Keep an eye on that on her social media pages. I'll catch you in the next episode where I talk a little bit about the editing side of a podcast and some do's and don'ts a few years from radio to now and what we can do when we're editing our episodes a little bit better to streamline our editing process so till then i'll see you in the next episode all the best with your podcast and i can't wait to connect with you again